You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. Dealing with the emotional thinking by the chimp. The easiest way of recognising that the chimp is thinking for you is that it becomes emotional or you are calm but have uneasy feelings. Mm. And that's on page 63, which further reads, in regards to relationships at emotional times, the human will suggest the chimp to take a time out so the human can fact check. So I was going to ask, can you change your emotional thinking without changing your mindset? Um, off the top of the top of the head, mm. I'm gonna say no. I'm sure there is a balance to it, but like your mindset. Mm. Um, and then I guess with time, with everything, time heals. You know what I mean? So, yeah, your thinking will change with time. You know, time. Yeah, time heals is the phrase. You know what I mean? But the same. Yeah. So there's balance to it. I think. What about you, Mace? I haven't got an answer. I'm still thinking. Yeah, I was thinking as well, but I was just yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, anyway, I've said it. Um, I, I personally don't think you can. I think you, you have to have a changed mindset for your emotional thinking to change as well. I think if you're, if you, if your mindset is negative, then your emotions are going to be very much, not to say negative in everything that you do, but the, the emotion is going to be easily reached negativity if you're if you see things in a negative light um what would be a good example i guess um mine's gone blank still mine's gone totally blank bro i can't think of an example right now but yeah my, my, my answer being it would be that yeah it can oh i understand what you're saying mm. Yeah, so I, I do agree totally with what you said as mm. to you have to change your mindset um, in order to change your thinking. Yeah. Yeah, so I totally agree with that. I do, I'm just thinking there might be a balance to it as to, okay, you can have the same mindset, but just say you have an emotional outburst, let's say a breakup. With time, yeah, your, thoughts, yeah, your, your thoughts will change and yeah. your feelings will change. Yeah, yeah, okay. Cool. Okay, okay. Oh, no worries. <laughs> uh, moving to chapter four. <clears throat> Before I move on, does mm-hmm. anyone else want to add? No. Nice. Uh, no, I was just seeing if there was anything in here that, that sprung to mind. All right, chapter four, The Guiding Moon, part one. How to understand the computer in your mind. It has two functions and can think and act automatically using program thoughts and behaviours. It is a reference source for information, beliefs and values. Potentially, the computer is more powerful than a chimp and human because it is the reference source that both of them look for, look to for help and guidance. And that's on page 71. And this next part, the author talks about the differences between computers in men and women as if, well, poses the question, are they different? Well, we'll see. So basically, female brains have many more areas than male brains called association centres for working language 
The male brain has an area for dealing with mathematics and map reading that is around four times the size than that in the female brain. Whether it works better is another matter. Is it better we never work out how the opposite of sex minds work and why? No, I'd prefer to know how other sex, well, I don't say other sex is, but actually, you know, I'd prefer to, <laughs> I'd prefer to know. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Bro, I would prefer about, to know, I would prefer to know, that is what I wanted to say. You know, it's funny, actually, I've, I saw, again, another tweet today, it made me laugh, well, it didn't make me laugh. It said, would you prefer to be able to speak to animals or prefer to know other languages? Languages, to be fair. So it was just, I think, touches on that question you said. Mm. I don't know, man. I might want the animals. Yeah, I, was, I know what these dummies are thinking already. I don't need to. Like, <laughs> that's what I thought. Like, Chimp said that. I know what these idiots are saying already. I want to know what these animals are saying. Mm. Yeah, that's, anyway. a good, that's a good point. But I, yeah, I'm just very yeah, of course. interested in languages. Yeah. But all right, so going back to the actual question, though. Is it better we never work out how the opposite of sex work minds work and why? I know P you, you say Yeah, I think there's something in the not the not knowing, but almost like I think sometimes when you know if you can get bored easily and you look for something new if that makes sense. Um and that doesn't mean man's gonna try and move to sheep or something. <laughs> 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 but like I think there's a that's part of the world almost the fact that we're always trying to not figure something out, but adapt, evolve. Always seeking knowledge. Yeah, but not just that. It's almost like the unknown is almost the, the beauty of the world as well. I find it's the challenge. Yeah, yeah. there's a exactly. There's a challenge. There's the unknown. I think if you just knew, you see what Mel Gibson at What Women Want. Yeah. Actually, you 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 really think about it like, yeah, man, we know how to do this and chat to go and know it's what they bored think. After a while, exactly, it? like it's so. I think there's a beauty in the not knowing, the challenge, the unknown, the mm. the kind of each is different. There's a beauty in that. That's that's the beauty in the in in the, in just in the wider context in the world as well. Just mm. the fact that you're always seeking something new or trying to work something, and you might never know certain things. Which there's a beauty in that. So yeah, I I I think I prefer not to know personally, and just work with, just work with, with a bit of, just work for it if that makes sense. Just just work at it. Just work at like, I don't even know. It's like there's a I can't put my words on it, but it's like there's a challenge and almost like not That's to impose it. myself on it, but like. That's it. I think you don't don't overcook it. Yeah, it's I just a challenge. yeah. yeah. So, and the question was, no, I, for I, the no, third time, no, no, because anyway, go on. is it better we never work out how the opposite of sex minds work and why? Okay. Do you want to add on to that? Um, no, I, 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 I guess I was thinking. The, the more we know, the better we have an understanding. Yeah, but there might be things in there like, what the hell? It might just put you off the opposite sex for good. Well, there's some things I might not care about, but I yeah. mean, I'm saying, like, mm. the more I know, the better I can understand someone's perspective, let's say. You no, know I, mean? I think both both answers are, are valid. I mean, I can understand why you'd want to know how the opposite sex minds work, but I can also appreciate 
not wanting to know. I'd probably lean on the not wanting to know because I like the challenge inside of it and being able to work things out and everything's different. So there's some things I couldn't care less about, as in wanting to like <clears throat> but I'm saying like mm. I think I've answered the question anyway. Yeah. But the more I know, the better I can understand someone. Yeah, no, I get it. That's just there's no wrong answer. Yeah. Alright, so he moves on about the fridge door syndrome. I don't know if you guys remember it or recall it, but it depicts do you know what? I don't think we've really touched on about the goblins. Mm. No, yeah, it seems like we've yeah. those things. I think we may have skirted over it. Mm. So I don't know if either one of you wanna pee. I don't mind mention. Um, it. Yeah, briefly, I've got something here on the goblin. So the goblin is hard. Wait, anyway, <clears throat> sorry, goblin. Um, hardwired behaviors that can't be removed. Um, mm. The example of who you are instead of what you are. Worried mm. about what others think about them. Imprints usually imprints. Imprints, sorry, that usually happen before the age of eight. Mm. That was a goblin. Did you want me to mention the gremlin as well? Yeah. yeah. Um, gremlin, um, soft wire behaviors, they can be removed. The example of unrealistic, sorry, the example of unrealistic expectations, things in which you can use, uh, I've put adult and mature, I'm assuming you can mature, anyway, mature thinking to rationalize things. Others include overreacting to things, imprints from the age of eight. So basically goblins are hardwired and gremlins are, not hardwired, so they could be changed, evolved, adapted, amended as time goes on when you get new information to, to plug into your computer or whatever. Exactly. So with that being said, uh, I'll mention the fridge door syndrome, which is an example of how a, a goblin affects most of us in the Western world. Mm. Um, yeah, so the, the fridge door syndrome is it's the ch it's about a child and their painting and putting it on the fridge door. So in this example, a child, a young child comes in from school with their painting, runs up to, to see the parent. And um, in the first scenario, the parent was to tell the child that it was clever and that the parent was proud of it because of what the child had has achieved. In other words, implying that the child's worth is dependent on the painting. Then the parent went on to tell the child that they wanted to let the world know by putting a picture on the fridge on the fridge door. The message is message you're you're omitting is it is what you can achieve in life that will make you worthy. It is what you do that will make others see you in a good light. Whereas in the in the second scenario, the same parent instead of um, recognizing the picture first, mm. they they pick up the child and they praise the child for for being them. Being them, basically, like, what amazing child you are and I'm so glad that you're here and I love you and things like, things of that nature. That wasn't the verbatim sentence, but it just installs a a worth of you can do... You're as good as you are. You're good yeah, as you, you are, basically. You, got, yeah. you are as good as you are. And then asks about the painting and that's like the added, oh, you've done something really good, well done. So in the second scenario, the message was... You are just as worthy. You are you are you are worthy just as you are. It is who you are that is being loved and respected, and you don't have to achieve anything in order to get this. The parent then went on to say that achieving things is good, but these shouldn't be mixed up with your own self worth. As on page seventy six, I thought that was fascinating because essentially every action has a reaction. Like there's a rhyme and a reason to all our thoughts and behaviors. And like a slight a slight perspective change could realign a person's whole outlook on life. 
And I just think I thought that was fascinating in terms of, I guess, going back to our childhood and, and things that we would have experienced that are now, we're now dealing with up to today. Like whether it's through being anxious, whether it's through being an avoidant, mm. and things of that nature, which we've discussed in previous seasons. So it, it mentioned the example of a gremlin. Um, I don't, I haven't put the page number, but that's you've both explained what the gremlin and goblins are. So, that's so I just cool. wanted to add, I don't know if I, I said this before, we said this, the, the gremlin and the goblin are part of the the wires of the of the computer. Yeah, they're hardwired into yeah. the computer, that's correct. As well as the stone of life and autopilot, but we'll get to that. Yeah, we're going to get into the stone of life in a moment if you want to explain that once I've, I've read this next no sentence. What you hold as a belief will definitely affect the way in which you handle all outcomes or respond to them. Whatever they are, it is better to have realistic expectations or in some cases hold no expectations at all. That's on page 78. Uh, do you want to explain what the stone of life is, P? Um, yeah, I've got a few bits and pieces. I just want to make sure I say the right thing. Um, I'll say what I've said and, and hopefully, mm -hmm. well, if I'm wrong, then you can correct me. Um, the truths, the stone of life. What would your advice be to your grandchild? That's definitely not a stone of life. Okay, that's part of the stone of life. Okay. Um, the, the truth of life. All right, so the stone of, of life. It. Yeah, that's part of it. Sorry, no. Yeah, so it's, um, the truth. The truth of life. So the truth of the truths of life are the statements you deem to be true on how you should live your life. The value are the principles you believe to be true. What you believe life is all about and how it should be lived. Well, I was in, well the thing I said before was maybe added to the. And a stone of life. Would yeah. you say that? Or basic? I'll, I'll break it down a little bit. Basically, <laughs> go on, go on, Professor, <laughs> Professor Mason. <laughs> Basically, I think, and you you can correct me if I'm wrong, or you yourself, French. I think in the book it says like get a piece of paper, write write down how you would like yourself to be seen, and also one of the other examples is if you're in your deathbed or about to die or live left a note yeah, for grandchildren. You, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You look, yeah. See, jumping is he? Is he it's fine. It's cool. Oh, but you sit in bold. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, no, the stone cool. of life is your core values yeah. and, and, and principles and morals and stuff like that. Yeah, I was asking what the stone of life was, which is basically yeah. the truths of your life, yeah. essentially. Yeah. All right, so these all change throughout your life and some remain constant, but you're always evolving. So mindset and perspective, perspective would change too. So as you just, just mentioned, I was going to ask the question hmm. was... Um, you've got one more, you've got the last minute of your life to live. Mm. What would you tell your grandchild to do with life? Oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, um, one of you mentioned that. That was me and then place. I said no, because that was not. Anyway, and, uh, da, 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 da. you know what? I really thought about that. I remember where I was when I was thinking about this. What would your advice be to your grandchild? It's your last minute to live. What would you tell them? I don't think I came up with an answer. Um, do you know what came to my mind? Like I've had this conversation with maybe in the past, maybe a month or so, and I'm sure you hear this often anyway. So, you know, I was going to say certainly on IG. Anyway, as to get your money up and then follow your dreams. You know what I mean? All that, do you know what I mean? All that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think what I thought was is, nothing to do with what our parents did or didn't do yeah. but we all have we all start in different places in life mm. and i guess like i'm now thinking out loud i guess it depends where my 
my grandchild starting point is if I'm honest but you want to move that aside because you really want it to be I was going to say I want people, you know what yeah. certainly with, when, if I have children mm. I want my kids to live on their terms but yeah live on their live exactly on their terms I couldn't give a yeah live on their terms so that would be your advice yeah that is yeah, yeah. do you know there's what, more to it but that yeah, is yeah 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 you kind of you said something because I was literally going to say I would say something along, along the lines of make yourself proud don't make anyone, don't make me proud or your, make yourself proud. Because we was always told as kids, not actually, we might not always be told, but one of the things we often heard was, oh, make me proud, son, or make, mm. make yourself proud. Mm. Make your, I've realised, yeah, and they might, they might not say it, but the older, for instance, older people that are in my life, like parents and aunties and uncles, I've realised they're, some of the core values that, that they've, that have been installed in their goblins, they're changing. They don't have to say anything. I can see it. They're more, you can see it. And what's, what's crazy is, um, I sat, I, I, I sat, I met someone for coffee at the end of my road, good, like a good few months ago, about four or five, maybe six months ago. And randomly that coming to coffee shop was someone who was like a ex's mum. Mm. She ran, I hadn't seen for ages, blah, blah. And we hadn't, we had, a, we had a bit of a catch up. Mm. One of the things she kept saying to me was, just live your life. Just live your life. Like she just kept saying that. It, it almost like was like it almost sounded like she might have been ill. She probably wasn't, but or she's been through certain things mm. since the last time. I was, but she kept saying, "Just enjoy life. Just enjoy." And older people have wisdom. Like they have wisdom. And I've started to realize that like, even my my mom and, and like other people, they're older and they're starting. It's almost like they're now realizing just live a life that that kind of makes make makes makes you them makes happy. them makes you happy like and stress free like all the stress and stuff and i'm and it's i'm picking up that vibe well, we're in this room we're trying to pick up that vibe anyway that actually not that what our parents taught us was a load of crap because obviously there's good stuff in it one but they they definitely still some values in us that would have been relevant to their day but things change and you've got to adapt with the times and they might not, some of them might not be as relevant to us in our day. And I, one of the things I realise is make yourself proud. Making yourself proud might, could be could be anything, but make, make yourself proud. Do it for you. Do it for you. This doesn't answer the question. I know I've answered the question already, but it may just touch on what you said. Mm. And this is obviously a conversation and a question I've said, I've said before anyway, not on the podcast, but in general. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Did your parents get what they want? Did your parents get what they want from life? And more often than not, some of us are not going to like the not going to like the answer. But I'm unsure. I can say yes. Mm. You know what I mean? And ultimately, I don't necessarily want to be that person. It's not a case that I'm fighting not to be that person. But it's very clear in my mind what I want, and that is the direction in which, obviously, ultimately, what I want to go. Even if it's not want, even if it's not what they want, if that makes any sense, you know. Like, it doesn't matter whether it's African or Caribbean households are quite strong in regards to doing this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I've got to be happy and content with the decisions I make when I get to a certain point in life. Sounds very sad, but I couldn't say that for... And I'm not even necessarily going to talk about my parents. I can't, I'd, be very, I'd be very surprised if there's a lot of parents out there. In fact, it doesn't even have to be African, Caribbean in general. People who got what they wanted from life. And that's because there were... I don't know, their stone of... Either they weren't following their stone of life or... I don't know, I was only flip it on its head really, but life caught up with people. You know what I mean? And people ended up just let's just say working. Yeah, no, I mean, it's 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 easy for us to sit here and, and say that's the case because in a lot of reality that is the case. But unfortunately it's not as simple as 
Well, maybe it is, depending on your perspective, but some people walk into a job at a young age, like say you finish school at 16, 17, get into a job, I know, I'm saying this now because I met someone the other day, and he's like, yeah, like, he had an opportunity to, I think it was, what did he say it was? Something to do with art. Like, mm. he was really good at school. He was really good at art. It was like, um, almost like a secret talent of his. Um, and they left school and he was going to get a job as something to do with being an artist of some sort, but he would have had to start at the lowest end of the, almost like the errand boy mm. for, the, for the company. But um, at the same time, his friend, um, whose dad worked in like a factory or some other kind of nine to five job, but they was offering jobs now and a certain pay. So at that time, you being young, you saw the, the pound notes and thought, oh, that would be good. I could be making that right now. And he was like, um, his friend left after a while and went on to do other things, but he stayed on the job and he's still there now after that, I don't know, 30 plus years. And he was just, we were just talking about it. He was like, yeah, I, I kind of, like, if I'd stayed on like, and followed my passion in terms of doing the art and stuff, I'd be making X amount of money, loads more than I am now kind of thing. But it was a case of him just kind of walking into that job and it it satisfied his needs at that time. So that's what a lot of people tend to do. They 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 get into the situation that is satisfactory at that moment and you just find years go by and years go by years go by and yeah you, you turn around and realize oh damn i've been working this same job and not enjoying it for x amount of years and that's how that happens in terms of what you're saying there Pete. In, i mean I, we don't probably necessarily want to talk about parents for too long but in with their situation some of it is well not some of it is a lot of it is circumstantial mm. but going back or harping back as to i don't know if harping is the wrong word but going back to <laughs> Um, I think you mentioned there was a question you had about decisions, mm. um, maybe emotions and decisions and stuff like that. And I guess, you know, you know, we make decisions, you know, and ultimately that's the of reason. Course, of course, of course. And that course. is the reason why some of us are, some of us or all of us are successful, or where you, or why you are in the position you are today, because you made certain decisions. Some of it might be relative and contextual. Like for some of our parents, actually, for what they've achieved, it is very successful. Mm -hmm. I know they might, might not necessarily be happy with where they are mm. or happy now, but there is a huge level of success from from their starting point up until now. Maybe they've got new decisions to make. No, yeah, no facts. Um, all right. So for me to answer that question, what, what would I say to my grandchild to do with life on my last my last moment of living i would say to have and live as many experiences as you can enjoy enjoy life love love life that you live like yeah for me it's about experiences experiencing different things um i think to say be happy is a bit too like wishy-washy but i'd say live as many experiences as you can um be free, live live life as you want to live it. Similar to you in terms of be proud of yourself, live live life and be proud of what you've done. But definitely that would be one of the, probably the, one of the first things is to, to experience as much as, experience as many things as you can throughout life because when you look back on it, that's what you're really going to be 
people to to really have memories and 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 feel emotion about. Do you know what I mean? It's the experiences that you have. So yeah, for me, it's about experiences, man. Cool. Any other anything else? In Anyone chapter. wants to add before we move on? Just before, because yeah, we're coming to the end of yeah. the, the last chapters. Um, so um, I think there's something else in this chapter: the mindset. And yeah, that's I've, the next bit now. So that you're going on to. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I, to to mention that you could follow me after is mindset is based on perception of self and others in the world. Um, I haven't got anything more than that, but if you feel free to... Um, cool, I just wrote something here, a little something. Um, I said the mindset, I said it had like the secret stroke, Celestine, prophecy-esque type of feel. Mm. Obviously, it's about your thinking and how you see yourself, others, and the world. Um, and this thing quite makes sense, but I'll try to say it anyway. The way we approach life is great through these things. I don't know what I was trying to say there. <laughs> Maybe someone else will feel it, I don't know. Say that again. And the way we approach life is great seen is anyway it's great through these things i don't know what anyway cool what about you mate you want to add anything mm. all right chapter five the guiding moon if you have a belief that is unhelpful you must replace it with a helpful belief that's from page 92 it's funny um i was i was listening to one of those um motivation videos and that's that's basically the context of, of like when you're forming habits as well so if you want to get rid of a bad habit, you replace it with a with a good habit, essentially. So I'm glad you said it. Sorry, because I, I, I don't know if this is in this chapter or the chapter before. I was going to ask you, do you know what your goblins and your gremlins are? Um, I don't think I've... I, I'm probably aware of some of them, but to uh, name, name them right now, I probably would have to think and put pen to paper, to be fair. What about yourself? I'm funny, I think it might say you need to... Um, behaviors that can be changed um yeah likewise i might need to really think about that i mean there's a there's a there's an exercise that we're going to do at the end so that may that, i think that's what i'm referring to yeah okay, cool. yeah yeah that's cool <coughs> all right so to find the gremlins that are causing you to say yes every time you are asked to do something try asking yourself two questions what do you believe saying no to someone will imply about you and what are the consequences of saying no to someone? Do you find you say yes to things even though, even when you know it should be a no? And do you stick with the decision or change your mind to reveal your true answer? That's a good question. Um, I took part of the questioning because I was thinking about the, this is almost like a new thing for me. So we're talking about my mum earlier as to the the taking the thing to the post office. I believe saying no, there's there's huge value in saying no, just as there is in some respect in saying yes. I think you can't say yes to everything. Otherwise, you never leave anything for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think I've learned to be, I'm not going to say selfish, a bit more selfless. Mm-hmm. Or I think that's a more positive spin on it, I think. Um, <laughs> so I have a lot more for myself so I can so I can give a lot more. Mm. A to myself, but maybe to other people too. And I actually advise other people. To, I don't well, advise other people to do the same thing. Things, same thing too. Not necessarily to be selfish because we don't want to live in a world where people are selfish, but to actually say no to a few more things so you have a bit more time for yourself. I find, oh, I have found that just say over the past, it's probably been more than eighteen months. But I would have said I've probably excelled a lot more in saying no. You know what I mean? Someone rang me today and I knew, or yesterday I knew what they were going to say. I didn't answer it actually, but like I was prepared to say no. It wasn't a pro- it wouldn't have been a problem. Mm. Not a problem at all. 
So say, right, so say you've said yes to something. Mm-hmm. Would you then, even though you know you should have said no, would you stick with that decision or would you turn? It depends around? what it was, but I'm now quite. I'm now in a place in life, and it may, it, it may take time for other people. It depends how old you are. Mm. Um, I'm happy to like. Yeah, it depends on what it is. I could. I could change my mind. I'm more like I'm more inclined to stick with the decision Um, and the other thing is there are times where like this is the thing you can say yes to something and then it's coming up in like I don't know four weeks and then by the third week you're like actually I don't want to do it or something like that but I'll just be like nah and to be honest there's a lot of times where like I've just been like I can't bother to do this or whatever Mm. done it it might be going for food going for a drink whatever it is and I've actually had a good time Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh okay like that was fine and I actually if I don't with me if I don't have a reason an actual valid reason why I cannot no longer attend or do something then I'll still do it even if I even if my heart not if my heart's not feeling it sorry even if like I'm like actually I want to chill or I don't want to do it because what I tend to find it might just me it might just be not laziness but it might just be you get into the habit of maybe, well, especially in the last 18 months or 12 months, we got into the habit of just staying in and not doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's almost, you're going back to habit. But actually when I go out and tend, attend that gathering or function or social meetup, mm-hmm. I actually have a great time. Mm-hmm. So that's what I found as well. I have to, my, my human kicks in the logic and might say, actually, when you have been out, when you have actually been half, not half at all thinking actually, no, when you have actually gone out, you've actually, it's been good and memories have been created or whatever. So that's what I find sometimes is that I might be like, I could take it or leave it, but I've said yes, so I'll go, which is actually one of the reasons why more often than not, if I if I haven't really got much going on and I'm like, I'm not really fast, I might say yes, but just because of that, because when I do do that thing or go or whatever, I, I do have a good time. Actually, in reference to what you're saying, I kind of, like, I totally agree with that. Um, I think what I was referencing was... Um, or the the thought that came in my mind was more often than not, and I encourage people to do favors and all that type of stuff for people. I guess what I'm saying is sometimes when you're taking a lot on your plate, mm. you're doing favors for people, which is saving them time, but it's actually taking a lot of your time, time you actually need. And they can find it, or sometimes they can find an alternative, you know what I mean? An alternative to solve that problem. And, and it can deplete you by doing these things. Oh, true, very true. Uh, you have to decide on what is your truth. And it goes on to explain an example of the mother and daughter and the entirely room where the mum is upset that her daughter's room is untidy. And that creates obviously an animosity between the two. But she has to decide what's more important. Is the relationship with her daughter more important? Or is it, the, or is it more important that the room is tidy? So obviously, um, she she decided that is more important that the relationship it was more important. So she was, she was able to change her perspective on her daughter changing a room, and I guess decide uh, well maybe it's because she's a teenager and it's something that she's gonna have to learn herself possibly. So she was able to reframe it and and change it from being anger to okay this I've accepted it. What's more important, the relationship. So now they moved on. It is important when inputting into the computer what you think carefully through the experience that you've had and interpret it correctly. That's on page one hundred two. Do you know what? At, at, 
Literally yeah. at this point, um, I noted down, I've read no examples of the chimp being correct in decision and action, meaning to think logically in all her circumstances. Do you agree or disagree? Wait, what, throughout the book you mean? Yeah, since, so since at this point, this point I've had yeah. no, I've had no, yeah, I've read no examples where the chimp has been correct in decision and action. I don't agree. Yeah, I'm no, I'm you. thinking, I'm just, I'm slowly thinking, no. So I don't, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, I think the chimp can think logically. Okay, in what point? Um, in what sense? What well, sense, in the, in the book that we've read so far, what I, point, I, what would give you that, what would make you say that? As to making the right, de- let me remove the move. Sorry, let me remove the word logically. I'm going to say as to making the right decision. Mm. Um, as to following something. Again, I'm. I, I want to kind of remove the. But getting get literally from. I guess taking away the experience. I don't want to say taking away the experiences that you've had personally, but just from reading this book. At what point has the chimp been shown in a positive light? Would you say? Um, it hasn't been shown too much in a positive light. I can't think of a thing off the top of my head. I have to scroll through, mm. but I can't. Is I don't want to say it's been unbalanced because obviously he's explained the chimp very well, but it probably has been unbalanced as to more of a negative side of anything in regards to the chimp. Mm. I would say. So you agree? No, no. I think as to the question in general was as to whether the chimp can think logically, and I was like, yes. But in reference to the book, I agree. <laughs> All right. What about you, Pace? Um, just in reference to what you said, yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I, I. It's been noted in the book that your chimp can be that chimp that the emotion you're in a chimp who is mm-hmm. emotional, who acts on emotions. It can be a positive or negative thing, but no examples have been shown. Mm. I'm just got, touching back on your example with the woman in the room. Mm-hmm. Logic, human logic, and it's similar to the example I gave. Where about the lunch people being five minutes late and uh, you've given an example as well because I, I forgot it as I remembered it I forgot it straight away I didn't write it down um, but where logic it's important and even like w- if when I have children it's about logic because we might have passed it already and, but not touched upon it or it might be coming up but there's something in her around um, oh did you touch have a you was in the book where it talks about um Someone's talking to their child and said and says something like, Oh, it was you about about um something like um because I told you to or because I say or because it's my house or because my um, rules. Um, but I think um, it's in, I feel labor. like it's in here as well. I might be wrong, but I feel like it's something in here. But no, not that it was it was yeah, but um it's about logic and explaining and just giving the reason as to why you might want something. So for instance, the the mum and the dirty room, it's about maybe the mother Obviously, she factors that the relationship is more important. Mm. But it's about the mother also, the human side of the mother, just explaining, look, if your room's dirty, dust, potentially rodents, um, you know, when you go off to university, if that's what you want to do, you have to leave in an environment where it's clean and making sure because you have to work together with all these kind of things. But it's about explaining the logic behind why you're speaking to someone in the way you are. I think that helps a lot of situations. So humans don't always get it right, and chimp don't, and chimps don't always get it wrong. So there we go. In yeah. other regards, 
The chimp's emotional thinking may be correct and, and input an autopilot. For example, you meet someone, it reads their body language, doesn't trust them, inputs, this person is not trustworthy, be careful. This is, this is in fact an autopilot if the chimp is right. That's on page 103. So perfecting the stone of life is worth... It's worth challenging your mindset by experimenting. Have you had? Have you ever um, had your mindset challenged? And wasn't it was it an experiment? And how so? Challenging in what way? Sorry. Just your mindset has it been challenged? Like how you think? Yeah, it has. I just can't think of an example. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I just can't think of an example. Um, I'm sorry, in, in reading books, like in reading books, I think sometimes my mindset can be challenged, um, pushed as to, you know, yeah, my mindset can be pushed. In, re- in fact, in recent time, I've had good challenging conversations as to, actually, you know what, I think this person would be a good person to work with mm-hmm. and that it is pushing me in a direction which I think I need to be challenged as to my thoughts and sometimes my actions. But this is from a professional point of view, but obviously that can seep into your personal life as well. Mm. Um, yeah I guess that is it really but yeah reading books I guess might have been one of the first early ones and then gradually other people too mm-hmm. what about you man? I can't think of a specific example what I, but one of the things I would say is I don't like it when my mindset is and has been changed in the past and I can't provide a response mm. that frustrates me often we'll just be stay quiet or I just yeah I hate when someone's obviously you're speaking to someone who comes across them who seems to be intelligent or comes across as intelligent, but it might be because I haven't understood. I don't. They're, they're challenging my thoughts or beliefs, and I don't have a comeback because. And it makes me sometimes I feel like I should be a bit more clued up or educated on it. That's 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 what that frustrates me. Mm. If someone changes my mindset and I don't have a comeback, I have a story in my book about it. And when I say a comeback, it doesn't mean challenging them it just means a comeback is to a rebuttal okay. yeah a just rebuttal. just like okay yeah i know and understand what you're saying and that registered me because i know this or i understand what you're saying it doesn't register with me because i know this does that make sense um i guess so yeah all right and the values you hold in yourself are likely to be far more important than what you look like or what you can achieve true friends like us True friends like us for our values and personalities, not for our achievements, position and possessions. And before I move on to chapter six, is there anything else you want to add or ask? Yeah, there was a few things I think that I had here. Go for it, man. <clears throat> um, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, sorry, let me just begin. Um, sorry, yeah. Identifying and stopping gremlins. Gremlins are destructive. Something rooted the chimp will thrive and react to. Gremlins are often hidden. Before you act on something, sorry, before you act on something, you and the chimp look, sorry, before you act on something, you and the chimp look to the computer. Replace gremlins with helpful autopilots. Replace them with truths. Um, and it's vital to get your computer in good working order. Ask questions of your thoughts. Um, and I guess one of the last things I want to say is, I think this was said, I think towards the end of the chapter, I think it said, each of us owns our own world. Always return to your stone of light. Remember the values you hold of yourself are going to be far more important than what you look like or achieve. The stone of light is far more powerful. Sorry, the stone of light is 
by far the most powerful stabilizer for your psychological mind and universe. Girl, tell me where to go.